This is Amber. And I'm Emily. Welcome to our podcast, The Bella Femme Podcast. The Bella Femme Podcast. Spell it. You don't want to look like you're acting a fool, like, wait a second. <laughs> Put your shit together. Comparison truly is the thief of joy. How do we do that? We're going to make the path a little less bumpy for you. I'm processing. So I don't know what changed. Um, in my journey for friendship, let's put away the shame. Like everything good, you just have to jump in. Okay, buckle up, ladies. Hello, everyone. This is Amber. And I'm Emily. Hi, welcome to our podcast. This is our first episode of the Bella Femme Podcast. The Bella Femme Podcast. What does Bella Femme mean, Amber? Right, <laughs> I know. Okay. It's words. It's words. They're just words. No, they're beautiful words. I do. I I do feel strangely drawn to these words, Bella Femme. Okay. So it means beautiful woman. Yes. It's in two different languages. Um, But I like the fact that it's two different languages. First off, not only because they sound beautiful together, but because it just kind of like shows that there's so many different varieties of women out there. There's young women, old women, white women, black women, Asian women. Like there's just all sorts of women and they're all beautiful from all backgrounds, all all different stages of their lives. Mm -hmm. They're all beautiful. I love that. And and it speaks to what we're trying to do is bring all these women together in, in the shop that you have (laughs) twice as nice. I do have a shop (laughs) and here on the podcast and in community in all these various spaces. And it doesn't even have to be our physical here in Winchester, Virginia, where we're out of community. Um, but wherever there are women with ears, wherever. <laughs> yes, women do have ears. That's true. Wherever, wherever, wherever they are. Hopefully they have two. Yes. Not that we discriminate against one-eared women. <laughs> I went there. <laughs> Emily is speechless. She's, I'm processing. She's like, you're so strange. <laughs> All that is to say that we are here on a mission to share stories. Yes. And encouragement and and joy and joy and humor and sadness and and to just be real. To be real. I you know, like I I I am a self-proclaimed social media junkie. I love social media. I love pop culture. I love it all. And um it feeds my soul. But at the same time, there's a large part of my soul that knows when I'm looking at this stuff on social media that it's not all real. It's it's heavily filtered, it's heavily edited. Everything is staged in these, you know, beautiful homes that you're seeing pictures of on Instagram. And there's mountains of crap and dirty socks behind the camera. Oh, so true. <laughs> and, and we had the benefit of the benefit of knowing a world before that. And I, I think of my sister who's real on like on the cusp of the internet and the social media age. And then my son who's growing up in that. And I wonder how the expectations are like how heavy that might weigh and i i just <sighs> it's hard it is hard it is hard and i we're mean, adding to the noise i know right <laughs> <laughs> but you know like i look at i look at social media like i'll scroll through you know instagram and and, and pinterest and i'll be like ugh 
That house is so beautiful. Oh. Oh, look at the look at that art project. Oh, look at the look at that home staging. And I do know, like I said earlier, that there's a pile of dirty laundry and dirty, you know, dirty socks behind that camera, and that that woman is just hiding that from our view. But I mean, I do find it to be inspirational in my own life, even though I know it's fake, to be like Amber. Get get your shit together. Clean up your house. <laughs> it can be cute too. If that lady who you don't know can make it cute, why can't you make your space cute? You can't. Yeah. You just don't. <laughs> but you can because she did it. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's good and it's bad. It's good that it's inspiration to... to reminding to, you to try. To reminding you to yeah. try. But it's bad because comparison truly is the thief it's of true. joy. It's true. Um, so yeah. I guess the question is, how do we create a safe community from from that or not from the good stuff a safe community from all the, the gnarly stuff that happens all the trolls. in the internet <laughs> and then in like real life all the how do you create a community that is directly in opposition to somebody at the pto's stink eye and also in opposition to that friend from high school that always posts those gorgeous travel photos that, that like bitch. I know. <laughs> I know at least five with her perfect kids and her perky oh, boobs. And how Ugh. does everybody's hair always do that? Like uh, the good, the good way. Oh yeah. So how 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 do we do that? How do we do that? Why do we need to? Hmm. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I say this because I don't have kids and I don't see the the I don't really see firsthand the the problems that social media is causing to. Our, our younger generations. I just see what it's doing to me. And I'm, mm. I'm old enough. I'm mature enough. I have enough experience to know that it it's, it's not real and I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get that kind of life probably, but I, I can, I can try to get close. And why do I need to be safeguarded from that? True. Why do, why do I need to have a barrier of protection against the trolley comments that go, ugh, you look wrinkly and, 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 um, I see, uh, I see your fat rolls. Yeah. Why do I need to be protected from that? I yeah. don't, why do I, why do I need to, why, why does it have to bother me? Yeah, that's true. Well, if you, if you don't face that, then you never develop the, the protection, the self, self sort of awareness, self motivating protection that, that you have to develop. Like it's, it's not like it doesn't happen in, in real life. Yeah, too. it does. It, it does happen in real life. I mean, it, you know, things might not be said to your face directly, but there's always them backstabby little bees that are be like, did you see what she was wearing? Oh my God. It was terrible. Like uh, I could see her nipples through her shirt. <laughs> Well, I mean, no, I get it. Like nobody wants to hear bad yeah. things about themselves. Nobody wants to hear bad things about their friends. And, 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 and you know, but it, it, it is a, it, it is a reality that it happens. It happens every day to every person. And if we are constantly protecting each other from it, we're not building up that little bit of callus. Right. And I'm not saying we need to be hardened, but I, I do think that a little bit of callus is is good. Mm -hmm. That you can read a comment about yourself or about a friend that 
on the surface is nasty, but maybe extract something from it that you can use to grow yourself and and to Mm -hmm. be a better person. Like, oh, she could see my nipples through my shirt. Maybe I should wear a thicker bra. Yeah. Or pasties. Or pasties. Or just say, it's on purpose. Or say, (laughs) free the nipple. They're beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good point to... Look at us jumping into nipples in the first episode. The first episode. Here's a taste, folks. I know. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) I should have eased everyone in a little bit gently. No. No, no, no. (laughs) Like everything good, you just have to jump in. Just jump in. I think to, to brave all of the nasties, you need to... to find, to seek out, and or to be someone who provides like the good part of just without um, instigation, say like, "Hey, that that dress is so cute. You look great today." To perfect strangers, <sighs> and like it's like this yin yeah, and yang thing, right? I do love that. To just, I mean, it's like spread kindness, yada yada. But it's scary. I have tried to be the type of person. That will go up to a complete stranger at a social event in public, however, passing on the street and just shout like if they're across the street, I'm not going to shout in their face, but like, hey, that coat is beautiful. Yeah, you I do are that. Rocking I that color. do do I that. I get such nerves going into that because <gasps> ah. it's like, it's like take you back to um, like high school and you're supposed to read the passage and everybody's going around the class and you have to like balls yourself up to <laughs> you have to like to practice read. your speech yes. yeah you have to yeah. <laughs> and it's just like it's not like you need a script to compliment another woman yeah. and I hope that that just turns her day around even if it's already good just makes it into the atmosphere yeah. so um, you know I, I'm gonna I'm gonna insert myself here please do I'm, yeah okay so I'm gonna back up and I'm gonna tell people well first off you need to tell people who you are you're emily but i'm gonna start by telling people how you first came on my radar because mm-hmm. uh, i think i think i told you but i don't you know, i don't know maybe i haven't i don't remember somehow I'm, i have absolutely no idea about really? what you're gonna say oh, okay <laughs> so i think you had been in my store um a few times and so like i was aware of your existence Great. I know. Good start. And I think uh, one of the times I saw you, you were pregnant with your boy, Jesse. Um, how old is Jesse now? Six? Coffee slurps. He is six. He He's is in first six. grade. He's about right. to turn seven. Oh, geez. All right. So somewhere around seven years ago, because you were still pregnant with Jesse, you came, <laughs> you came on my radar during your pregnancy. Yes. And I was like, oh, my gosh. She is the cutest little pregnant girl I've no ever way. seen in my whole life. <laughs> you say like, little, I, I was, was like struggling. You, <laughs> you were beautiful, Aww. and as a person who's never been pregnant before, like I just, I there is something that's so captivating to me. About I cry every pregnant, time I see somebody. Oh my gosh, the pregnant female body is so beautiful, and it probably because I've never experienced it myself to know how it hurts and your feet hurt and your back hurts and you pee all the time and all those horror stories that I hear. I've never experienced that. So I look at it and think it's beautiful. Whereas somebody who is a mama looks at it and probably goes, Oh God, but okay. It sucked. (laughs) Or maybe not. Maybe you love being pregnant. But then you came on my radar again after Jesse was born and you were walking around town in old town, Winchester. (laughs) You know, this part. I do know this part. part. And you were just so flipping perfect. You had on 
you had on this beautiful vintage jacket and you had like a scarf tied around your hair and you had little gloves on. And I don't know if this part is true or if I've made it up in my mind to like really complete the picture, but I think you were pushing Jesse in a carriage. I I was, we, we had like a bassinet stroller because honestly I didn't want to (laughs) buy multiple pieces of baby gear. So I got the most all in one creation I could afford. (laughs) You were just Bebopping down Old Town, pushing your little carriage with your little coat and your little scarf on your head and your little gloves on your fingers. And you were just, you had this little bounce in your step. And I mean, it, I was just like, who does she think she is? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, is there paparazzi around somewhere? Because she looks like she needs to be in a magazine. And I was like, there was a part of me that I was like, I hate her. I don't even know who that bitch is, but I hate her because she's perfect. And then I was like, I can assure you, but she's perfect. I can assure you no such perfection is occurring. But You put the package out there and I was like, I need to know her. I need to know her. And then I realized I kind of already did know you. Yeah. Well, I remember coming into Twice as Nice, the the, uh, clothing boutique. Which, as the name suggests, it is consigned goods, not new fashions, but it's curated so well. And I knew that after being pregnant, where your body just goes through all of these changes, somewhere between my body becoming not a surrogate for another whole human being um, and back to myself and sort of shrinking in that way, but also a new body, like I needed new clothes. I needed pants with buttons on them. (laughs) Not elastic. (laughs) Not elastic. Um, And I shopped more and more frequently, I think, to to that end as I mean, my body has never really stayed one way or the other for very long. (laughs) So it's great. You you I'm sure have seen a lot of me in and out of those doors. But you I've seen a lot of iterations of you. Yes. Pre-pregnancy, pregnancy, post-pregnancy. Yes. Frazzled mom. Yes. Settled in mom. Like I've seen I've seen a couple with different employment, versions. Employment without employment. Without employment, without employment. Sitting yeah. across from you now in my jam well, we're both in jammies, really. I am kind of in my jammies. And that's okay. I wore these last night too. Yes, I <laughs> and know. then I slept in them and I wore them today. <laughs> Whatever. But this is beautiful. Like the how we each went from perfect strangers to like I I remember walking in the store and you're just so radiant and ah. infectious with your joy and just love for ev- for everyone. New just yesterday I was like it's really hard making friends for real. You they did promised say that you just yesterday. Just yesterday they promised you when your child is in school their friends mothers and fathers will become your friends. Just that's how it works. See radio <laughs> announcement, this Justin. And it's not really how it has panned out up to this point for me. And you turned around and you said, hey, you, that stranger will be your friend. Come on over here. <laughs> that stranger will be your friend. And she looked at me like I was a crazy woman. And then she left after she made her purchases, but <laughs> no, it's, and she smiled. <laughs> she smiled and she, she agreed to be my it. friend. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing about my store. If anybody out there is listening and you are local to Winchester, Virginia, and you um, have heard of twice as nice consignments, um, that is my store. And um, here's the thing about my store. It's not 
I, it sounds very catch catchphrasey and slogany, but it's it's more than a store. And, and I really like it. Just kind of happened. It happened organically, and now I kind of do what I can to keep that growth going. And it's a growth in the direction of community. I love it. The women that come into my store, you know, I feel like they're walking into my home. You know, I do spend more time at my business than I do at my own home, <laughs> more waking <laughs> hours at least. And um, so, yeah, my store is like my house. And when you come in, I'm welcoming you into my space. And my space is filled with things that I love. And so when you come in, I love you too. I might not keep that love. Maybe you're awful, but <laughs> right off the bat, I'm going to love you and I'm going to welcome you into my space because I am happy that you're there. And I want to, when you're comfortable, I want to know you. I want to know your story. I want to know who you are, what your spouse's name are, what's your significant other's name, what's your kid's name, what do you do, what's your goals, what's your dreams. And through conversations that happen there, I, I just... I try to include other people that are walking around the store. Like, hey, did you know Emily does does social media marketing and advertising and like brand growth? That's what she does. And hopefully, you know, that person, it, it, oh, hey, I'm looking for that too. Let yeah. me talk to Emily a the little bit more. The amount of cards I have seen and personally exchanged and, you know, phone numbers and friendships it's it's the real real. It's the real real. So do you, the youth say that you anymore? Might, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I can. So you might not make friends in the school pickup line while you're waiting for your kids to get out of school. You might not make friends there. But you but can hopefully, sure as heck. Hopefully you'll make friends at a, at a random consignment store in Winchester, Virginia. Yeah. Um, and who doesn't love that you're you're already in a space where people are just a little bit like-minded and supportive of growing women's businesses and um, shopping sustainably and making those choices and being in a community together to that end. Yeah. And even, I mean, even like beyond the consignment aspect where you can, you know, you can sell off your gently used clothing um you know, so somebody else can give it a new life and you can shop for affordable, cool clothes for your own closet and your own needs. Now, like beyond that, like I try to focus on sustainability aspects, um, you know, like locally crafted, handmade goods, fair trade items, um, you know, but this is not supposed to be a promotion for the store. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> We're but wind it back. Whatever. We'll get back there. But yeah, I mean, all of these topics are very important to me. Women's issues, sustainability. And those are some of the things that we're hoping to talk about in our podcast lifespan. Absolutely. Not all in the first episode. It seems like a lot. I feel like we've flailed around many of those topics already. Well, this was a good get to know us one. I think so. Yeah. Um, Hi, Emily. I feel like I know you now. Oh, I've known, I know I've known you for years. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm super excited about this podcast. Yes. And I I hope that I hope you guys are excited. All gesturing to the emptiness of the room. What's not you to guys. be what's not to be excited? I mean, basically you're you're eavesdropping on two friends hanging out, chatting, 
about all sorts of different topics. And we will go there. And we will go there. We will. We will talk about boobs and periods and ask people stupid questions. And I want to get normal people on here. Like, gone are the days of interviewing fancy people. Who's normal? That's true. I'm going to get (laughs) non-normal people up in here and have conversations with them because I think beautiful things come from that. I do too. I think we learn about ourselves the more we learn about others. Oh, that should be a cool. Can we put that on a tote bag? Yes. A coffee mug? Yes. Why not? All of the things. Let's put it on all the things. Get out your (laughs) carpet. This is what I'm going to figure out the carpet. Um, so this is what our podcast is going to be like. It is, it is finding out who we are and who you are and who are, whoever guests will be and finding out what they do and how they juggle it all and how how they don't juggle it all and And acceptance for that and how they don't juggle it all and how they cut through the bullshit of their life to just be real women, real people with real problems. And hopefully we can come up with real solutions for them. And all the while, digital hugs, digital hugs. I hope you don't feel like you're actually like eavesdropping. I hope somewhere you're out there yelling, yelling answers and and chiming in (laughs) Making other people around you in reality like thinking talk, you're crazy. Yes. Like talk, talk out into the, into the, the world that Emily said something I agree with. And Amber's, Amber's crazy. hilarious. Amber's bonkers. She said that she shouldn't have. Uh, yeah. Well, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I there you go. It. And Stick I'm not it taking it, I'm not taking it back. And we'll pull out a chair for you so you can be here with us. Oh, and with that, thank you for joining in. Bye. See you next time.